Interview with Paul. Hi, I'm here today with one of my clients, Paul. And if you hear anything in the background, that's because his dog is out in the in the area, uh, the training area, playing with some toys that we have. So um, I asked Paul to join me today because he was talking during class, and some of the comments that he was making I thought would be fun to share. Mm-hmm. So, um, Paul, tell me a little bit about the dog that you have now. I have a long-haired German Shepherd. Uh, I bought her from a breeder up in New York State who bought a female dog from Serbia and didn't know at the time, if I understand that it was already impregnated. So it was, uh, so she came here to New York and uh, I went up there and picked her up. Uh, there were two females left. Uh, I tried, they were both beautiful dogs. This one was not quite quite as jumpy, I wouldn't say jumpy, but peppy, but yet still very social. And that's what we looked for, very you mm-hmm. know, connected. And we were looking for my wife and I to have a dog that we could uh, uh, bond with, that we could hopefully control, wouldn't control us, wouldn't be too <laughs> <laughs> wild. We, we went with a German Shepherd because we inherited one from my older boy who had a, a male and female, and the male was just super. We got him as an adult, and uh, I guess... That was a driving force, having maybe a dog like that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it died three years ago, we were devastated. Never thought we'd do this again because we were old and very busy. Mm-hmm. And then the virus came along. Oh, yeah. So all of a sudden, all the activities you had were going. This dream of having a dog just got stronger and stronger. And uh, so we took the leap. I took the leap, I guess. Uh, my wife went along with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a real joy and a real challenge. And it's a, a challenge in many ways uh, because... Uh, you, it's really a reflection of yourself. It, it's internal, and, and in some ways, I would think even spiritual in the way you connect with the dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's been an interesting thing because uh, nothing the dog does is ever personal. And, <laughs> and that's a big thing to learn. Uh, I know a lot of people talk about how the dog does things out of spite. My sister told me a story. He had to put the dog down in the basement and it defecated, and she thought he did it out of spite. But dogs don't do that. And dogs live in the moment, and I guess learning this idea that if you want to get something across to the dog to change behavior, you have to mark it within a second. That's interesting because if the dog is doing some crazy behavior, biting you, jumping off you, and whatever, if you can divert the attention, it's gone, it's lost. Mm -hmm. The dog's not holding any kind of grudge. (laughs) And that's the big thing for the trainer, or the owner, or whatever, is not to hold a grudge. Yeah. Let it drop off and get into the moment uh, don't get overly excited. Uh, that's a, a real challenge I found when they're doing, they're all going to do something that, oh my God, they're tearing us apart or whatever. And you got a German Shepherd, it's even more so because mine six months old and is like about 60 pounds. Uh, I, I picked a female ironically because I didn't want a gigantic uh, <laughs> Shepherd. And uh, when I took it to the vet, <laughs> I also told them that they, the, uh, the breeder said not to spay her until she's two years old. And he says, I'm not spaying a... 120 pound dog. I said, "Where's this 120 pound dog?" He says, "Look at her paws." She just came in. She just came in. She just came in to say hi. Maybe she's done playing with everything that she wanted to play with out there. How you doing, sweetie? How you doing? Hi, baby. She's really funny. She's a sweetheart. She's really she big and she's full of energy, but yeah. she's very happy. So yeah. I guess another thing I want to ask you is, what um, you know, you had a dog before, right? And now you have another, a new dog. Mm-hmm. What? What can you say that you that you learned that you didn't know before that you find fascinating now that you didn't realize before? Anything? Well, 
Diverting attention. I, I knew a little bit about that before, but more so now. And how you integrate different things that you can have to uh, get their attention and, and get a bond. For instance, uh, very early we were talking about a, a, a technique where you have the dog look at you. Mm -hmm. Like I in class, I'd look so on videos, you know, look at me, look at me, that kind of stuff. And in the morning, I would take it for a walk, take it to the end of the street and uh, watch traffic go by and tell her to look at me and look at me. So I do it quite a bit, and I thought that was it. I did it for the... But you have to integrate that through the whole day. Mm -hmm. And you integrate it in other activities. So if she's doing something in the yard, you want to get her attention, you can say, look at me. That's one way to do it. If you're taking her on a walk in the park, you can say, look at me. That's one thing to do. The other is an interesting game that everybody teaches, I guess, is the... They call it Find Me. I call it Search. Some people call it uh, Treat Fetch. Oh, okay. I, take... I call that Go Find It. <laughs> go Find It, yeah. I call it Search. When okay. you throw a kibble out... And uh, they go get it, and you in the house, you, you work on the recall thing. You say, come, and they come back, and you do that there. But you go all the time. Uh, sometimes when they're in behaviors in the park, uh, in your backyard, you want to get their attention. You say, find, I say, search, and then she searches. And you do that a couple times, then you get her close to you and say, look at me. Then she mm -hmm. sits and looks at you, and you have her attention. You have this connection. Mm -hmm. and this has really helped in recall. Now, I, you know. My son, I, I followed him to the park, and he lets her loose, and, and I can rec I recalled her from 75 yards away. She just comes running. You talk about a joy. Have a 60-pound shepherd running at full speed at 70 yards right at you. It's This is why you have a dog. <laughs> All right, so, Paul, um, if, if you were going to talk to somebody that was getting a dog or that you could give them any piece of advice, like what would you tell them now that, you know, that you're a dog owner and your experiences? What advice would you give them? Be patient and be consistent. Mm -hmm. And be in there for the long haul. Mm -hmm. So I really have to train my mind. I'm having a puppy for two years. Mm -hmm. So I'm like 18 more months. And uh, that the puppy is going to do behaviors that are seem like crazy. After you train them, they're doing something. And they seem to have lost everything. And you have to be consistent to reinforce that all the time. And it just takes time. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the big challenges uh, I've found uh, for uh, that the mindset to really... And, I, and I've heard other trainers say, hey, you, know, you can't do it for a couple of weeks and get it done. Mm -hmm. It takes weeks, weeks, months, and months mm -hmm. to get some of the behaviors that you want. And you've got to be really uh, consistent and persistent on that and, uh, and do and that. Patient. The other yeah. thing I learned is a crate training. I never knew anything about crates <laughs> and stuff like that. And uh, okay. I was fortunate. She slept in a crate the whole night for the very first time we had her. And I never thought about it during the rest of the day. I thought maybe they shouldn't be in the crate too much. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started right away having an exercise thing in the morning. And then after about an hour, I bring her in, I feed her. And I was trying to eat while she was eating. And I and also was trying to uh, uh, let her free. And although she was sleeping a lot, she would wake up. You would never know when she'd get into something. <laughs> so even though she was sleeping, yeah, you're still on. Yeah. You're never relaxed. And I found out after about two weeks, I was totally exhausted. Okay. And I had to use the crate to get her time to settle down in that and to give me time mm -hmm. to regenerate, you might say. Yeah. Because yeah. Otherwise, it's coming almost 24 hours. I'm always watching this dog except for the eight hours we're sleeping. <laughs> uh, and then so that was a big plus to use the crate at various times, in and out, Throughout in and day, out. Not yeah. feel guilty. Oh, I'm putting her in a crate. I put her in for an hour and a half. You take her out for an hour or so, and, and you just rotate this because you, when she's out of the crate, here's the other thing. You have to watch her. Now, we have one big room, and it connects to the kitchen, and uh, she can turn the corner around the island. We not see her. You've got to be get up and got to watch her yep. because uh, you just never know. In fact, in the early days, she was asleep there on the floor, and uh, my wife and I were doing something. We thought it was settled in the 
she she got up and we didn't see her. My good thing my son was there. She was chewing on the wall. Oh yeah. So this happens. Uh, and it happens fast. It, oh my God! It happens so fast. They are so quick. <laughs> and, and it's unpredictable. And uh, she comes again. And the other thing is, you just got to do the best you can. <laughs> you and although you say you look at them one hundred percent of the time, you can't. You can't stop them from everything. No, I, that's I don't know who does. I'm not. I'm not that good to do it, yeah. but I do the best I can. And, you know, that's why you have a crate, too, because yeah. they need to learn how to self-settle. And, yeah. and, you know, you can't have them out all the time that they get into trouble. And, right, right. But, uh, yeah, she's back in the office again, looking yeah. around with that nose. <laughs> with that nose. I gave her an interactive toy to keep her busy. Oh, there she goes back out again. Um, and the other thing is that I'm responsible for the dog. What kind of dog? She has a great temperament. I think we have a good foundation for a good dog. I guess that's just luck, genetics, or whatever. But it's up to me. It's my responsibility to get the best out of this dog right. and get the relationship I want with this dog. You know, when you said patience, I have to say that's really, it's, it's a real effort in our, a test of our patience when we're working with dogs. Mm -hmm. And people always want a quick fix and they want things to happen right away. And mm -hmm. like you said, it takes time and you have to mm -hmm. be really, really patient. Mm -hmm. And when you get a puppy, puppies are more work than people realize. Oh. And then, then the dog goes through adolescence. And um, I come to understand that that is when most dogs get returned or rehomed mm -hmm. or get sent to the shelter or, or just sent outside mm -hmm. because the owners don't want to deal with them anymore because they're going through puberty. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, and what you said was, oh, yeah, two years. I've got, I got a puppy <laughs> for two years, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, you, you know what? The time you put in now is mm -hmm. just going to pay off for the mm -hmm. rest of your dog's life, and you're going to have a wonderful dog for years to come. I just believe that. I just, I believe, basically, I have a real sweetheart. You do. She's Even though she might jump on me and bite me and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, just the other day, it was, it, it's devastating. There's another thing. You just can't take it personally. She just went crazy. Biting my feet, my legs. I don't know. Just crazy. To, like, for no reason and stuff. And it was kind of, for, at first, kind of devastating. I walked in the house and reeled down. My wife says, you can't let this get you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you put on this training. You get this relationship. They're doing so well. And all of a sudden, wow. Well, they're crazy for a moment, and you just got to think back, what happened, what mm -hmm. can you do to change behavior, yeah. what can you modify with, and what can you do to kind of manipulate where she's going and, right. and what she's doing. And right. that, that's really a lot of thought on your part. It is. You know, it, it's interesting because people expect their dogs to be perfect, and mm -hmm. people think that my dogs are perfect. Like A lot of people think dog trainers' dogs are perfect. <laughs> you know what? A perfect dog would be a robot, really, mm -hmm. a remote-controlled mm -hmm. robot. Dogs have their own minds. Mm -hmm. They make their own choices. They make decisions. They think. Mm -hmm. They solve problems. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and you know how sometimes we're in a better mood to do something someday, and some days mm -hmm. we don't feel like doing it, or we have more energy some days, and dogs are the same way. Yeah, and a big problem is that, I don't know if the problem is a good and bad thing, but before we bought the dog, got the dog, I must have watched scores of videos. Some good trainers, whatever. But everything works out well. For most of these trainers. <laughs> and and it, it's not the they real They make it look easy, there right? There was one guy. Yeah. Zach George took his dog inappropriately maybe to a dog park and got skittish. And everybody, all the other trainers just racked them up on, on the internet. But I looked at it and I said, boy, that's reality. Yeah. You make mistakes. You make mistakes. You make mistakes. And the dog doesn't always follow the line that you're leading. And then you got to be able to handle that. It's the truth. I, I love that. that. Yeah, we make mistakes. Dogs That's make right. mistakes. People make mistakes. That's and you right. live and learn. That's right. You live and learn. And uh, you just got to review it and say, well, what can I do to make it better? Good. That's a, that's a, that's a big challenge. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. All right, so any closing statements? Because our time is up. So what, um, anything you want to say? 
before you go? Well, the the big thing is that to have a relationship with the dog. I mm -hmm. mean, I, the, the old days, I guess, was, you know, you get control over the dog. It's the alpha and, and, mm -hmm. and the power. And I think it's more about a, a relationship. Yep. I Don't go in there thinking, oh, this dog loves me unconditionally. It doesn't work that way. It's you that can love the dog unconditionally <laughs> that will bring out the oh, best in the dog. I love that. you got to change your thinking that way. Hi, sweetheart. The dog is not going to fulfill you because, you know what, if you really get involved with the dog, you start getting involved in a lot of your stuff and how you handle it. Yeah. So it's a, it's <laughs> a very introspective <laughs> experience and a joy. There yeah. are moments of joy that you oh, just yeah. cannot. Oh, yeah. Uh, well. Yep, it's the truth, isn't it? It's it very is. rewarding. As well, it is. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it is rewarding. That's funny. Well, thank you so much for okay. spending time talking with us today. All righty. I really appreciate it. Okay? Thanks a lot. All right. Okay. Have a good day. Thanks. You too. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Doggone Good Dog Training and let us know that you're listening. Please give our podcast a review. Have a doggone good day. Take care now.